is the Toddcast, a podcast that I, a guy named Todd, record while I drive to or from work, talking about a variety of things. There are no scripts, no show notes, just me chatting while I commute, so you can sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello, and welcome to the Toddcast. Today, we're moving on with Eric as the co-host, chatting about something that, if memory serves, according to the show schedule... Uh, a topic that he is actively engaged in as you're listening to this. Eric, how's it going? Well, Todd, I just taped up my uh, last few boxes. Um, we're, we're paying the movers, and we're heading to the big city. The big city of Wheeling, Wheel- Wheeling, right. West Virginia. Yeah, we're talking about uh, moving and um, all things about, in which I have been embraced in this for quite some time. And I told my wife years ago, said, well, this will be the last time we ever move. And that's when we were building our house, which uh, we are now moving from. So uh, I was a liar. I was misled. And um, luckily, luckily, this time around, I'm smart enough not to uh, have to move refrigerators and giant furniture on my own. I've saved my pennies, and I will pay somebody else to do that. So, But overall, we're talking about moving, Todd. That's right. So, that's right. So we kind of had a little offline conversation, and I said, Todd, how often have you moved? And then you were like, hmm, <laughs> non-traditional moves, right? You're not, right. you haven't moved the entire family from point A to point B for, for quite some time, right? No, yeah, I've, I've been, uh, I've been, I've lived a bunch of places. I've, I've, you know, moved, you know, houses, apartments, condos, barracks, um, dorms, all, all that. So like, I, I've moved around a lot, but not, not really in the adult capacity of picking up the whole family and all of our stuff and moving. Um, the last time that happened, uh, shoot, I would have been in the seventh grade when we moved, <laughs> when, when we moved from, from Yorkville to Martin's Ferry. And I'll be oh, honest, geez. I don't really, I don't really have a whole lot of memories of it. I mean, obviously it happened in those days. We, we were not in the, in the position to, you know, hire movers. It was, we boxed everything up ourselves and, you know, you, you, you work your social network at the time to find out who owns a truck or trucks and you load everything up and, and, you know, it was just, it was just, you know, the next town over. So it was, you know, a bunch of trips back and forth and shuffling stuff around. And like I said, I would have been in like the seventh grade. I'm sure I carried boxes, you know, from the house to the truck and from the truck to the other house and, and all that stuff. But I really don't remember much of it. And like I said, I've moved around a lot, but it's been, you know, okay, a carload's worth of stuff up to my dorm room and then back. You know, when I was in the Navy, we moved all over the place, but that was all of your possessions must fit in this, this sea bag and the, you know, these four giant cardboard boxes, that's all you got. And we will ship that, you know, to Okinawa for you and then back. So that doesn't really count. When I got out of the Navy, if all of my belongings fit in the back of uh, Kenny's Jeep, you know, I, I lived a bunch of places in, in Florida that again fell into the, you know, okay, you know, a couple of, couple of loads on somebody's truck situation. And when I left Florida, I left with two suitcases. So, I mean, I guess technically I did pack and move, but that's not really the situation that, that you're looking at. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, well, that's, that's why I was like, I was thinking to myself, well, Todd, you've lived a lot of different places. And I know for a fact, you've moved many because just in the Navy alone, how many locations were you at? I know you, I could probably name four, four or five locations. You know, you want to play a little trivia game here and see if I can name your your uh, naval bases. 
So we're talking full on from the time I left from boot camp until the time yeah. I, I, I got out. Yeah, I'm going to go for let's, it. Let's see what you got. All right, we're going to try here. All right, so this is a fun exercise. If anybody wants to go back in time and listen to some of Todd's podcasts about the Navy, they are some of the better stories you're going to hear, but not the greatest of audio. This was, uh, no. this was early days of Todd casting. Things have got um, a little bit better. Um, okay, so let's start with uh, Chicago was base camp. Basic Boot training, camp. yeah. Okay. Right, okay. right after right. the right. So, great, all right. great Lakes, other, a.k.a. Great Mistakes uh, okay. in Illinois. All right. Yep, that, that's right. the so starting point. Okay, then I want to say you went to Mississippi. Nope. Ah, all right, all right. Well, you did go Mi to Mississippi, though, right? Oh, event some... eventually. Uh, before right. that, was it was Missouri nope. for okay, A Missouri. school. Okay, Missouri. Fort right. Leonard Wood, Missouri for okay. A school. All right, now I'm just going to skip right to, I believe you went to Puerto Rico, and yep. I know you went to Japan. Correct. Okay, I might sound ignorant here. Please tell me Honduras is not the same as Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> Honduras is a different location, right? Um, yes, Eric. Uh, Honduras is a is a country in Central America. Puerto Rico is an island in the Caribbean. Okay, there we go. That, well, I knew. <laughs> listen, listen. I'm not familiar with Honduras, except for I know that is the location where you had the most severe sunburn ever, and like you don't burn ever again after that, right? It's true. It, it's true. So, okay. So, did I get five? Because I said Chicago, Mississippi, Honduras, Puerto Rico, and Japan. That is you, fine. There, there's one more, and that okay. would be uh, Norfolk. There, were, there was a period oh, of time I was stationed yeah. in Nor Norfolk, Virginia, and the, the yeah, and like I said, it it went uh, Illinois to Missouri, Puerto Rico, then Mississippi, then Okinawa, then back to Mississippi, then Norfolk to Honduras, back to Mississippi, and then I got out. So yeah, okay. you, you you got them all, but the one that I kind of figured you wouldn't, because I don't know that I talk about. Missouri all well, like all it was, right. it was like a four you. month period. It was yeah. a school. Not a lot happened. I mean, I could tell you about, you know, oh yeah, I, that's when I got into punk music and I dressed oh. like a, a freak and whatever. But like, there's real, there's really not a lot of quality stories out of the, okay. the Missouri era. It was stupid cold. I can, I can say that I was there in the winter. It was stupid mm. cold. Well, that's, well, I mean, that's uh, so the fact is you have you move. So I'm going to ask you this. So you obviously didn't acquire a bunch of things while you're in the Navy. And that makes sense. Now, were you, <laughs> well, did I, you... I, I did. But there were regular purges. Okay. <laughs> it was that's... it was all okay. whether I liked it or not. Very ephemeral. Uh, you know, I'd get okay. a thing and enjoy it for a few months and be like, well, I don't have room to pack this. I guess this goes elsewhere. So. Like what? What would that in, consist of? Like, did you buy like CDs or like more clothes or like what? What would be these items that you were like, ah, these are good for temporary? Um, so the CD, the CDs I, I acquired those ca the, those those are small. Those, those pack easy. Yeah, sure. Um, clothing was was probably one of the one of the top cuts because you know let's face it, I was in the military and most of what I wore most of the time was issued to me. You know, civilian clothes. Yeah, if I, I mean, I, I didn't have that many. I've never been a real big, you know, clothing or fashion guy, but there were points where it'd be like, yep, nope, don't have room for this, and so those would get get purged. Goofy stuff that, as a young person, you spend money on and think it's a great idea, and then seven months later, you're like, well, this really wasn't that important. Like the number of Star Wars toys that have been scattered around the Earth <laughs> by me is 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 probably frightening because they're you know. I can think of at least two different places 
where I got there, I was like, oh, I need to collect all the, the current editions of the Bounty Hunter action figures and, you know, put them up on my shelf and, and it'll be wicked awesome. And I do that. And then seven months would pass and it's time to redeploy. I'm like, well, screw these, I guess. Um, and <laughs> I'd get to the next place and then a month in, I'd see another one and like restart the collection. Like it was just stupid. It was just throwing money away. Um, wow. And now that I think of it, I can't remember what I did with any of those things. Like, I don't think I just trashed them, but it's... I, I, well, they're, know, not, it's weird. they're not in your possession. Yeah. No, and after the first couple of times of doing that, I just learned to just not buy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> basically. And in the cases where, you know, I was I was in Mississippi and then going to be deployed, there were, you know, I had a friend who had a garage that we I could stash the stuff in for the seven months I was away so I wouldn't have to ditch it all. Sort of a deal. But no, when it came time to, you know, get out and go to Florida or when it, you know, it, it was just a, I looked at each item and decided, does this bring me joy? <laughs> and if the answer was no, it didn't go to the next place. Like I just learned to, to not, not, you know, to, to travel light really. And I guess that would, I guess if, 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 you know, you're trolling for, for tips and tricks, Eric's, I guess that would be my one piece of advice is, you know, this is, this is kind of your golden opportunity to go through every stitch of furniture, every single item in your house and kind of, you know, is this, do I need or want this? Is this worth the effort of putting into a box and hauling away and then unboxing and doing a thing with and just, you know, make a pile to, to go to, you know, the local thrift shop, Goodwill, etc. of all the stuff that you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm good here. Yeah. Well, that is, um, that is probably one of the items or suggestions that we kind of need. Now we had this giant crawl space, which was filled with bins and, and all types of things. And um, through the last several months, I've dug everything out. And I'm like, oh, did not know this thing existed here. We ended up having like four <laughs> or five car seats for children and, you know, all types of baby toys. And ideally, before COVID kind of hit, we were going to have like a giant yard sale this year anyway, just to clear out that. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, you know, we have, you know, toddler. Well, we basically have clothes from like, you know, six months to, you know, 2T or whatever. So we have so much of it that we're just, you know going to have a, you know, yard sale and say, all right, we're having, you know, it's a giant baby sale really. Cause we have, you right. know, we have a crib, we have, um, changing table, all this stuff. Well, obviously we don't need it. Um, we have promised ourselves that miles will be the last, uh, because we cannot handle another miles. So we've said it before <laughs> and we've sold, we sold all the stuff of Laney's, uh, you know, during a, a purge, so to speak years right. before right. we regret that, but I, th I feel this one is a strong, a suggestion that neither one of us can deal with another miles and are, you know, <laughs> going on our forties. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's fair. That takes so, a lot of energy. Yeah. So, I mean, luckily we're moving to a place and, and there is still storage area, but there's not that, like, there's not like a massive crawl space. Um, there's just rooms. So I would right. like to get rid of a lot of that stuff because number one, as I found out, and this is my first time ever dealing with movers. So we actually had estimations come from three or four different movers. And this was just part of the deal. Like normally I am cheap and I'm not going to pay anybody else to do anything. But I just said to myself, you know, I'm not moving these couches, these refrigerators, these up and downstairs, you know, and we bought a house that right. has a multi-leveled. And I just said, I'm not going to do it. I'd rather not move. I'd rather stay out here in the country where I don't have internet and it takes you 40 minutes to get anywhere than to move a couch up a stair. So, um, well, we all make choices. 
Well, then the moment I said that, Lauren found something on Facebook Market, and she drugged me on to a place so I can go buy furniture from their house. And guess what I did? I had to move their crap out of their house to put into my house so we can move later because she's like, well, it's such a good deal. So that is um, that is indeed my life. Um, but yeah. <laughs> So maybe we'll take a break, and then when I come back, I'll tell you how I've dealt with the mover so far and maybe um, get some suggestions on, like, uh, which way we should go. So, Sure. All right, and we are back, Todd. We were talking about movers. So, have you have you had? You said you did not have any experience working with a moving company. Is that correct? I'd say the closest that I've had is, like I said, when we deploy, we'd put all our stuff in boxes and take them to you know a place, and then the quartermasters or whoever was in charge of the the logistics would would take them from there and load them all up and ship them, oh, you know, across the planet to wherever it was we were going. And then we'd pick them up, which is not really the same experience you're having at all. Well, no, so I don't even know why I have to pay up. them. Well, I mean, you put them in boxes. Did they, hey, they yeah. have some hey, systematic I, labeling? I pay my taxes, mister. I, I paid for that. <laughs> 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 you sure did. You sure uh, did. Um, did they have like a systematic labeling system or anything that would make sense when I box stuff up or, or was it kind of? Well, I mean, if your household is broken up into companies, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Delta, Echo companies, and you're you're sending the various members of your family to different sections of the world, those are the key things to put on the boxes so, you know, your box doesn't end up in a different location than where you're personally being deployed with the battalion. Uh, okay. But I don't, I think you're all probably going from one house to the same house, to, to a different house, but all this, to the same house, correct? So I don't think that really helps you. No. Well, I mean, I would, I would say what I've been doing, number one, is um, let, let's just we'll, – we'll back up real quick, and then we'll talk about movers. We have amazing, an amazing sister and uh, her amazing daughter that um, have freely, free access to lots of boxes. So uh, first oh, yeah. and foremost, we realized we were moving. I said, Crystal, can you get me boxes? Really, actually, I said, Crystal, does Jane, is Janie working? And she said, I'm not sure. <laughs> And then I sent a polo or a message to Janie saying, can you get me French fry boxes? Because Janie works at Wendy's and French right. fry, French fry boxes from Wendy's. And this is experience are the absolute best They're They are deep and they are strong and they are the absolute best to stack. You can fit a lot of stuff in it. And, uh, you know, so those are the best for packing. And this goes from experience from years that I worked at Wendy's and used French fry boxes to move. So. So Janie's like, yes, I'll get you some boxes. And then Crystal's like, I can get you boxes from Walmart too. So days have passed and she said, come get the boxes. And on several occasions, she, I, the last time she delivered, I would almost have to say um, 80 boxes. I promise you, oh, I'm not even exact. It filled my entire uh, van. I had to put the seats down. She got me that many boxes. It was fantastic. <laughs> so, so the whole concept is, you know, I would box things up. When I knew that these were complete items that I would not need for the next two months because closing on the house, you know, like you still are living in the house. So like, right. you know, tchotchkes and, and books and stuff. I'm like, well, I can deal with not having access to this book for two months. So I packed those all up and then right. labeling system comes into play. And where you were talking about, you know, you, you gave some fancy code, code names for locations, I guess. <laughs> um, I, I was just writing on there. Um, locations that they, the movers should put them. So I put basement, right? Oh, yeah. And then if it was right, and if there was fragile stuff in there, obviously I would write fragile on there. So As that way do. everybody everybody knows and then kind of highlight that. And then in rare circumstances, 
I would write what was in t inside um, in the case that I would need to have quick access. Um, See, I think that'll be more more that, important when I get to upstairs stuff. But yeah, I, I would that that would be my one piece because it, it now occurs to me that while it, it wasn't a move, it was a boxing stuff up and moving it around situation. When we had the the basement apocalypse where they had to re reinforce the walls and do everything, we had to clear the basement, which is our storage area, which meant boxing up a bunch of stuff. And we got you know you know one of those storage area things. You know you rent the space and throw you know those deals. And I did not have the benefit of easily accessible kinfolk who had ready access to boxes, and we had to buy all those, which was stupid. Um, yeah, and yeah, and now, now that I think of it, we there there have been instances fairly recently of boxing everything up, and there were you know there were ones where like just throw it in there, it's all just coming from the basement, going to this thing, and it's going back to the basement. But it would have been a really good idea to have put some labeling around it because it, you know we had stuff in storage for like a couple of months, and it was generally stuff we didn't need on a regular basis. But there were times where I'd be like, well, I got to go to the storage area and get this thing. You know, it, it turns out I do need this thing. And it's not fun rummaging through a storage area, box after box, to try and find the one darn thing <laughs> you need when there's no 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 indication as to what is what or what is where. So yeah, if you've if you've got the opportunity to put some kind of indication as to what's in there, that will make your life easier. I can attest to that. Yeah, yeah. So in some cases, I did that. Um, I will tell you that I found myself since I have a lot of books and old magazines. You know, like I have. Geez, I have hundreds of old wrestling magazines that I just have not got rid of, but I have bookshelves, so I just put them on the bookshelf, you know, so it's not a big deal. Right. It's not like I look at them a lot or anything, but you cannot fit. It's not wise to just go straight up all books in a, in a box. So well, I think I it's too dang heavy to move. That's that point, it. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So what I've done, I originally put them all in there and then I had them sitting there. And then I said, went to move it, and I'm like, oh, this was not a good idea. The likelihood <laughs> of the, you know, they could very easily bust or break, and then all the right. books are everywhere. That is not good, especially during right. a move. Uh, and also, there's just no reason to make it that heavy. So right. I went ahead and split, you know, the books. And this could be good or bad. You tell me what your thoughts are. So I went half books on the bottom to kind of give a nice base. And then I right. would put, like, I wouldn't say, like, breakable items or so forth, and then kind of wrap them up and pack them on top. So that way, the breakable items typically are lighter, you know, like uh, right. not heavy glass and stuff like that. But like, I, you know, items and then I would use, you know, the bubble tape or the bubble paper or whatever and or towels or anything like that. So although they might not seem like it's a fragile box, it has a nice base on the bottom, but that kind of divvied up the weight. And I don't know if that's a strategy that, you know, could come back and, and bite me or so, you know, where somebody says, well, this must be books and they just throw it even though it says fragile or well um, i mean I, I think if you're putting fragile or delicate things in there you label it as such and even if it's if it's heavy like there are heavy fragile things in this world and i got to think that if you're 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 paying professional movers and you label yeah. the thing as fragile they should adhere to that and not be chucking your i mean i would hope that even if you don't put it as fragile they're not you know airport baggage handling it you know just chucking it wherever <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. I, would, I would hope i guess here's here's a question eric for, as yes. someone who's who's researched and maybe you know this answer maybe you don't and i'm just going to awkwardly put you on the spot in front of the world because i've never dealt with commercial movers i would think that if you're paying somebody for you know like other people to handle all of your stuff is there some sort of insurance that you get with that that like if they break shit while they're moving it you get like some sort of payout like is there moving yes. insurance Yes. So I will give you the quick answer of yes. And then what I'll do is we'll sideways into the three different movers that I had come to the house. 
All right, so we're going to start with the first guy that did not mention movers insurance at all. All right, he okay. came in. Um, he came in and basically went around each room and looked, right, and then kind of okay. had me point out what we were going to move. So I took him around the entire house and pointed, pointed, you know, and said, all this, everything here is moving with the assumption. And I told him, I said, everything will be boxed up, you know, like you'll, you know, everything will be ready to go. And, you know, he, he basically eyeballed it up and he looked at us and said, well, you know, if I, you know, I'll bring a truck and we'll get it all in one truck, which kind of was like, wow, that's, I'm, I must have missed, I must, <laughs> I haven't been in the back of a truck. And I don't know if this is like a U-Haul or like a, a giant semi truck, but like right. we got a lot of big furniture and there's a lot of rooms. Like we've acquired oh, yeah. crap for 10 years and right. you know, and that's so like, I was surprised by that, but he says, yeah, we'll get it. And he says, probably it's probably, you know, and we're about a half an hour away. So it's, you know, at least an hour drive time, but he said, this right. is probably about a six to seven hour job. Okay. And then he gives me his hourly quote. They do, they do it by the hour. So I'm right. like, okay. And then we move on to the next guy who kind of does the exact same thing. You know, he doesn't give me the quote at the time, but the next guy that comes in kind of looks around to, you know, uh, he might've took more pictures, but basically did the same thing and asked the same questions. I'm like, all right. And then we get another guy that comes in and this dude, um, this dude was like next level. So okay. he had a tablet and he went through and they, on the other hand, didn't do an hourly rate. They did a by the pound. So Oh, they geez. basically figured out how much it weighs because I guess we're going across state lines. So this was a company from Pennsylvania that was okay. going to come into Wheeling or come into Ohio and move to Wheeling. So he, and they were commercially licensed or what have you. And he was the one that mentioned the insurance. And he said, you know, any glass or breakable things. I can't remember if he said that they need to pack them if they're going to be insured or or like he recommended us taking the TVs. He said the TVs are one of those things where like the only way we can insure it is if we pack it or whatever um, or or so forth, meaning like they have to be able to wrap it and do all that stuff. And he says a lot of times we just tell the people to take their own TVs. Okay. And then he went through. So there was some definite insurance, and he went over the line of saying, all right, this is how much you know is covered in each insurance. You know, so you can definitely insure your items. And I think that's more logical for long moves. Like, for instance, our sister Dawn just did a – long move from um from one state across the country to the next all right she we're, went from like michigan to one of the carolinas so yeah that's that's a bit of a haul yeah we're on the other hand just going 30 minutes away so i don't think the insurance is um was as necessary or prominent but then again i thought to myself i'm like boy if somebody even messed with one of these you know then i got heirlooms and stuff like that are personal to me if somebody would lose that or damage that um, my ass would be so fired up. Like, I don't know oh, yeah. if there's not a price on it, but like you would, I would be very much in the, you know, trying to hold them liable. Um, right. But yeah, so, so ultimately, and then, then, then Lauren, you know, she talks to many people and then she's like, well, you know, there's these people that'll just rent a U-Haul and they'll drive it for you and, and stuff like that. So there's some ideas and, and, um, I know that we're moving in a couple days, Todd, you know, but, you know, the, the benefit of time travel here, we, we you know, I'll leave right. it hanging. We don't we don't necessarily know uh, which which mover we're choosing yet, but needs to happen fast. Well, and I, and I guess that just just to, just to clarify and and I guess under normal circumstances, I wouldn't really have an opinion. You know, you, you do what you're going to do and it's all good. But but just just so I'm clear, because because we are in a pandemic type situation where we're all not supposed to be in each other's business 
proximity wise and handling each other's whatever you're you're doing all the actual packing yourself the movers are just taking your boxes and moving them from location a to location b right todd yeah i'm not I'm fortunate enough to have enough money that I can say, all right, I think it's worth paying movers. I'm not fortunate enough to say, I think I have enough money that somebody's going to come in my house and spend the next three weeks packing my shit up. <laughs> you know, like I, don't, well, I mean, you know, I mean, to me, I'm, I'm it, a very, you know, I'm a very you know, practical it. and frugal person who wouldn't want to spend that money. But also it's, I don't want a bunch of strangers in my house touching every single item I own when we're in a pandemic type situation. That just seems like a terrible idea. And I just want to yeah. make sure that, you know, that, no. So we've also toyed with this idea as well, because I kind of mentioned some frustrations earlier about Lauren buying new furniture to bring into the house just for temporarily so we can move <laughs> it. Well, when that happens, we end up running more out of more space. Like I'm in emptying an entire crawl space because, right. I'm not, you know, these people, the, the couple movers looked in there and they're thinking, I'm, uh, I'm going to have to crawl in there, get the stuff and then crawl out like that's going to add so much time. And I'm like, no, 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 right. no. We'll get it out for you. We're just going to yeah, clear this, out these rooms. Yeah, this um, will all be staged in the garage or whatever. You, you don't have yeah, to muck so, around with getting into the actual crawl space. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I guess, you know, for anyone out there that is curious or nibby, um, after they weighed, the, the last gentleman that did the weight, and he came around with a iPad and then kind of weighed everything. Mind you, we're not taking the appliances. They, those were sold with the house, and we bought – the house with appliances so we have their okay. appliances and so we don't have to move the dishwasher the stove the refrigerator right right we do have to move the washer dryer but those are included so when he came out with a quote todd i'm just gonna i'm gonna ask you and, and you're not gonna probably have any idea what do you think the quote was to move my house uh 30 minutes <laughs> per, with the weight included like how much do i think all of your stuff weighs no, how no, no. I, how much, how do, much you think do I think quote, that, that'll cost? That would cost me. How much do you think that oh, would cost me? I, 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 I have no good way of knowing. I'm gonna throw out uh, a five grand just as a Ooh. random figure. I, I think I, I don't know. I think you'd you'd probably win the prices right because I was not under the. I would have said ah maybe a thousand dollars. You know, like I'm just I don't know. It was six thousand dollars, six thousand oh, dollars to move that stuff. I'm like, well, you know, I was, the, but the guy was very pleasant and polite, and I was when he dropped that, I'm like, wow, um, you know. I think I would rather call up all my friends and find the person who has the truck, <laughs> and stuff, which is which is what I'm avoiding because let's face it, I don't know how many times you've been that guy. I've never had a truck, and that was one reason I never had a truck. I don't want to be oh, the guy that gets the call. That is, but that, is, that is that is the leading reason to not buy a truck is because you know as soon as you buy a truck, you are now the moving crew for anyone who knows you. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got to move this thing. Well, Todd has a truck. Call him up. Oh yeah, that's it. That's I mean, it. I I don't I don't I don't really in my life at present I don't have a good practical use for a truck. Like there were points in my life where that made sense. Back when I was doing landscaping, we had a truck. It made sense we you know whatever there's no reason for me to have a truck and even if i wanted a truck i wouldn't get a truck because all of a sudden huh. it's well we need to move a thing call todd because eh. there's only so much free there's only so much free pizza and beer that you want especially when you're me and you don't particularly drink beer like that's it. you know <laughs> and that's and so so that's all you know i don't so i mean yes i could probably do that i have enough friends that I could probably be like, all right, now, granted, it is in the middle of a pandemic. And though some friends are let, let less uh, strict as I am, you know, right. like some of them be like, yeah, I don't care, whatever, you know, because um, most of my friends are still younger and, and stuff. They don't necessarily are worrying about so much about that. Um, I still don't want to put anybody in that position. And I definitely don't want to have to move 
two that's the two locations so right. um luckily i think you know there are still options but one of those things is all right if they're doing it by hour the first two uh contractors are per hour like how can i help this how can i help this cause because right. like you know i could stand there with them and i can time out the hours myself so that way i can tell you know you know <laughs> And I can even help put stuff in, you know, or whatever. I don't mind moving boxes and stuff, and I'll watch them move the heavy things. Um, right. But, you know, Laura and I discussed that maybe we get a um, storage locker, you know, because I'm thinking to myself, all right, well, if their hourly rate is X, how much is a storage locker, and how much can we fit in there? And I don't have a problem moving boxes. You know, they're right. relatively right. easy to move. I can move tons of them at a time and just take them down willy-nilly, and we can, you know, and then they're not in our way. So when she buys this big furniture and stuff, well, I already have a room full of boxes. Well, if I eliminate those room full of boxes, I can still move around. So we're in the process. Um, you know, at this time, we're probably, you know, already have all the boxes in there. But the we're the process of pricing that out, figuring everything out. Um, because I think that's also a, you know, viable solution. Buy storage yeah, I mean. Yeah, because there, you know. Yeah, because because you're you're not doing some major cross country thing. It's 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 a you know a relatively local move. If you get a storage unit close to, well, I, I, somewhere in between. That's it. And just, That's all it has just, to be. It could be really in your, in your off time. <laughs> you just load up your van and take the stuff there, and it can sit, and it's out of your way now, and it's you know not going to be extra stuff for the movers to have to move, and then. You know, once you once the movers have done their thing, you can just again at your leisure move things from the storage unit. Like that seems like that's probably a good plan. I, yeah, I would go and, that route. Yeah, I mean, yes, it'll take more time and energy out of me, but I'm not necessarily like I'm worried more about the time, the energy. The only thing I was worried about the energy is I, I just don't want to move the big stuff because I've done that too yeah. many times. And yeah. where you said you had these moves, I would probably say that uh, the Yorkville move was. Um, you know, when you were in seventh grade, I would have been two or three. I remember one of these moves, oh, yeah. but I don't remember if it was the Yorkville or not. Uh, and I then was part of every other move, which we moved one time during my like grade school, elementary school down the street, which was an effective right. move. It wasn't very far, but you still needed to do. <laughs> you didn't need to do all the work. The difference was it was a five. It was three minute drive, maybe. If that right, I mean, um, it was like it was it was it was functionally a block and a half away, but you abs, you're not yeah. picking up an, a refrigerator and walking that a block and a half, you know, where all the boxes is. like yeah, you still yeah. have to box everything up, you still have to throw it in a thing and drive it. It's just instead of it being a thirty minute drive, it was a three minute drive. So yeah, that's so it. that's yeah yeah. So and then and then again, then we moved across the town, which we did go through a major purge at that point in time. I think that's right. where most of the stuff was eliminated, and then I moved. Whew, ah, we moved another time in Ferry, then I moved another time, and then I moved another time and another time. Yeah, so I've had – and these are, like, legit, like, all right, I have a bed. I have clothes. I have um, chairs. I have TVs. So right. they're more standard family ones. And then the latest was we lived down the, down the, the street or down the hill, basically, you know, right. a mile or two down the hill. And um, granted, we, we upgraded to a larger house, so we had – less things to move from that time to here but now we're at right. a house where this is a house like we built and have a decent amount of stuff uh, oh yeah no well, and you've got hands, you, or butts. when you've got 10 years there and that's it you know you you've been i mean hunter hunter moved with you the last time you moved but since right. you've been in that house you now have two more children 
Yep. Like, yeah, you, you, you've settled in and stockpiled, you know, as you do. So, yeah, you've got a lot more to, a lot more yeah, to hustle so, away. Oh, it's, uh, yeah. So this is, um, you know, and then the, the, the sad thing or, or just the practical thing is we are buying a house in a very good location with fast internet. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, internet people. <laughs> um, that'll help our podcast quality, less robots, maybe. Um, Hopefully. but it is still one of those houses that was built in 1997. So that is not an old house by any means. It's not like it's the turn of the century, but it is right. not a young, it's still not a young house. Somebody built, you know, that is right. That is old enough. So there is maintenance that needs to be done, you know, cause for instance, you buy a house with a 20 year roof. Well, likelihood that the roof might be, you know, need to be replaced. Uh, furnaces right. typically don't last 30 years. Um, more importantly, the design aesthetics inside looks more like a <laughs> 90s house than it does a modern house. And right. um, now we looked at it and said, is the core of what we need here? The right. location is great. The, the, the room laid out, layout is perfect. But we're going to uh, – the colors of the walls were hideous, but we'd paint them anyway, you know. So we're going right. to – we have that planned, and then we did not like the carpet and and or a lot – the trim is like a dark wood, which we don't really love. So we have these ideas of like, hmm. So ideally, what, ideally this is how the move works. We close the, – the gentleman that's buying our house closes on their house in the morning. We take the funds that we made from the house and put it, you know, towards the new house, and that's kind of how it's done. So we close on their house. We give them the keys. We're officially we no longer own our house, which right. which means we had to have the movers already have all the stuff out. But we don't own the new house until the afternoon when we go and close because we. So <laughs> then we get it. So it, it's this horrible aspect of like, all right, where what the heck's going on here? Do, does everybody have to be moved out at this day? Like. And it would have been – it would be great if we didn't have to take all the stuff to the new house because we can't do work ahead of time, put all the stuff in the house, then move all the stuff to do the work, and then move it back. Right. So it is uh, not the easiest thing to understand, but luckily we, <laughs> just recently we managed to come up with a deal with the people that are buying our house that says, all right, I know this is how it works, but can you give us X amount of time? And they were gracious enough to be like, yes, we will, we will not – force you to leave the moment we get the keys so that makes life so much better for us in which now we can kind of like if we get can get somebody in there yeah if we can get somebody into their house the new house our house to clean the carpets and clean the vents and everything first and right. then if somebody hurry up we can get them to be like all right can you just replace this carpet and paint this room or whatever and then we can just right. put all the crap in that room um and then maybe the big furniture just put it in the major rooms and just center in the middle so that way we can still right. paint the walls, you know, so. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know if that was, uh, <laughs> if this whole process was exciting to anyone else except for, you know, me, you, or anybody in the potential of moving. But it is it's a big, more of an undertaking than you would think when you're just like, yeah, let's just move. Well, I've, I've heard people say that moving is, is inherently you know, traumatic because of all the stuff that you've got to do and figure out. And it's, you know, it's, it's picking up your entire life and moving it. From one location to another i mean even if it is just down you know down the street or 30 minutes away or across the country you're you're, you're absolutely uprooting every single thing you've got for the past 10 years and moving it you know and that 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 takes its toll like there, there's a lot a lot of stuff going on there's a lot of uh a lot of stress a lot of emotion so you know yeah. i am happy to to play you know semi-therapist 
for you on this. I don't know that I, I don't know that I brought anything super useful to the table just because I don't, I don't have the the same experience with doing it as as you do. But well, I think it was a good chat. Never, I, I hope everyone yeah. found it entertaining. Yeah, it never ceases to amaze me that you and I, I was like, ah, I might be able to talk about moving for fifteen minutes, and here we are, forty minutes later. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. it's it's always but, fun. The Toddcast is built on the foundation of I can I can run my mouth for extended periods over just about anything, and uh, we 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 keep that going, Eric. You know, we we've got a good got a good record on that. So, like I said, hope hopefully it was enjoyable to to those that listen, and if nothing else, we've learned the the crucial piece of information in that you prior to now did not know that Honduras was not Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I'll, whatever. I mean, I, if you ask, listen. If it was a honestly, if it was a hundred dollar question on like uh, the millionaire show, I would have just, I would have guessed that the two separate countries, right? Now, if right. you got to the million dollar, I might have phoned a friend just to be sure. But I'm, fa- I was fairly confident in my ability to know that they were two different countries. I was just making yeah. sure Honduras wasn't a city in Puerto Rico. That was my concern. So, no, that, 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 that's fair. Just to and clarify that I'm not a complete well, idiot. I can still name all 50 states. So take that. Other people on BuzzFeed that can't do that. <laughs> Good deal. Well, and I, now I know what your housewarming gift will be. I, I will I will be getting you a globe. I will I will give that to you after you moved in so that you don't have to pack oh, thank you. and ship it. Uh, uh, I, will, I, I will extend it. that courtesy to you. I love um, it. That, that that's a good plan all right well thanks eric good good times thank you listeners and until next time i hope you all have a good one thanks for listening to this episode of the toddcast if you have comments questions or topic ideas that you'd like me to chat about you can let me know via twitter at cast todd or email via toddcastpodcast at gmail.com keep in mind that the todd portions of those usernames are t-o-d with a single d even though i spell my actual name with two If you'd like to leave me a voice message that I can air on the podcast, you can either email me a small audio file, or you can use the link in the show notes to leave a message via Anchor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts is appreciated. Again, thank you for listening to the Toddcast.